everyone, and welcome to another episode of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a podcast conversation with successful business owners who share their secrets of thriving in business while living with chronic illness. Here's Nancy Becker. Good morning, everybody. I'm Nancy, and I'm the Chief Flying Pig Wrangler, and I help entrepreneurs and business owners who know that they have to make a move, but they don't want to just to move. They want to make it in a more sane, strategic, and systematic way, and they want to stop spinning their wheels. I know our guest today has some insight into that, so grab your pens and paper and get started taking notes. It's going to be good. Welcome, Jessica McKnight-Butler. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Jessica, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and why you're here. (laughs) All right. Awesome. So um, I am a mindset coach for female entrepreneurs. I personally also, um, I've had epilepsy since I was 14 and I also uh, suffer from chronic fatigue. So obviously dealing with those things is, you know, a challenge at times when you're running your own business. And I also have my own direct sales business as well. And my favorite thing is just to inspire people. I like to help people realize that they really can do more than they think that they're capable of, that they're really capable of anything that they want to do. That's my favorite thing. I know. I just, it's when people ask me, why are you in business? I I get a little frustrated with myself and with other people because they almost always say, well, I just want to help other people. And I'm going, that's a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in business to make money, but I truly, my best days are when I can both make money and go, wow, somebody's got it and they're soaring because they figured out what they can do to to run their business more successfully. I love watching businesses succeed. So, you know, I think that's so important. But I'm going to jump right into this because we have a finite amount of time and I want to get some real good words of wisdom from you because I know you've got them. You've had epilepsy since you were 14. Why with the different chronic illnesses that you have, what made you think you could run your own business? For me, I think it was actually seeing it in my dad. My dad was an attorney and he was self-employed my whole life. So I think I just felt a lot of pull towards that just because I had seen that growing up. There were definitely times when I struggled with it, when I believed that I couldn't <laughs> definitely been back and forth on the, I can't do this. I can do this train a couple times. <laughs> <Right> there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I finally just decided, you know what, let's dive in. Let's, let's just do it hundred percent. And I'm sure there are times when you, as you said, I can, I can't train. What do you do when you wake up one morning and you just say, oh, I just can't do this today? Yeah, I have, I've definitely had those days. <laughs> I think for me, the thing that I do the most with that is I just work with myself where I am. So I know what I can do on a minimal day, what I can do to keep moving my business forward at the very most basic level. And so if I wake up and I'm just, I'm exhausted, I just can't do it. I'm feeling all of the the stressors and the anxieties and everything. I will just do the very basic amount that I can and then call it good. My motto is progress is better than perfection. Just keep moving forward. 
I love it. And I know for me, there are times when I'm going one step forward, 10 steps back, and then I have to work that much harder to get back to another one step forward. Is it really worth it? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you know, it's just, I think as long as we've got the mindset that we can do it. And, and I love the story from a little kid. I've loved the story of the little train that could. Yeah. You know that story? Yes. I I love that. I think I can. I, and I just do that. I will pull that picture into my mind and I've got a vision board that I've just created a new vision board and I'm going to find that picture and put that up there because it really is important as long as we think we can, we can. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. Our minds are so powerful and they're really the most powerful tool that we have. I tell people that all the time, your mind is so much more powerful than you think. So, so much of it is just telling yourself that you can Telling yourself that no matter what happens, even if it feels like you've gone 10 steps backwards, as long as you keep telling yourself, I can do this, I can do this and keep taking those steps that you know to take, you will get there. Yeah. I'm on a lot of Facebook groups, women's groups, and I'll get these questions coming across the groups that say, what is your biggest struggle? And I get where they're asking that. They're actually asking that because they want to jump in and say, well, I can help you with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's sort of self-serving, but I'll, I will write and I'll say, I don't think that's the right question. I mean, we all have issues, but when you start to talk about struggles and you start to talk about failures, you're Mm -hmm. bringing in this entire negativity that just knocks you down even that much farther. And I said something the other day in one of them that I said, I don't think there's any such thing as failure, I think, or quitting. I think that you change, you pivot, you may say, well, I've learned a lot from this. It didn't work the way I wanted to. So now I'm going to try this. Yes, I totally agree. And I tell people that all the time. There's no such thing as failure. You just learn, right? You just learn and you keep moving forward. And maybe you find something that didn't work for you and you try something else. I've tried a lot of different careers and things in my life. I actually went to seminary. I have a degree in Old Testament literature. (laughs) Like I've tried a lot of different things, but all of them led me to who I am today. They all taught me things. I don't think that there's any such thing as failure as long as you learn. I am very open about what's going on with me, with my health, with my accident, with running the business and all of that. Mm -hmm. And people, well, the first thing they'll say to me when, because it's a big part of my story. I work with who I work with because I was in an accident and I went from being, you know, 100% up and bouncing around to being in the wheelchair. And so I'm totally open with that. But people say, oh, I'm so sorry. I hate to hear that. And I'm going, don't, because it's really a blessing. You know, it's something that I would not have been able to do if I hadn't had this accident. And so I truly look at this nerve damage, this disability, this whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it as being a gift. 
Yeah. And isn't that, it's so interesting because I look at my epilepsy the same way. And I've had people say the same thing to me so much of my life. You know, the first thing they told me when I was diagnosed was, well, you don't have to tell anyone, just keep it a secret. And I was like, why would I want to do that? It's so cool. I have this unique gift that nobody else has. And I can speak from this unique experience that other people don't get. And I think that's just such a big piece of the mindset of it. It's all about how you look at it. And when you look at your challenges as, okay, this is something that's a challenge, but I get to learn and grow from this. You get so much more out of that than focusing on the negative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think there are days when I get very angry because, you know, it's all because of a stupid driver who doesn't know how to drive. <laughs> you know, I got really angry. But then, and, and sadly, a couple of years after this happened, he got cancer really badly and has passed away. So I can't, I knew who it was that hit me. Sure. But I can't talk to him and I can't tell him I'm releasing you from any guilt you might have because this really has been so great for me. But I think that is something that a lot of women, especially who have some sort of an autoimmune or a chronic or something like that, we do keep everything inside and we we don't let it out. And You cannot live a good life or run a business if you keep all of that internal. I absolutely agree. And I think a lot of that is just when you let it out, you actually finally start to process it and you start to, you know, like we've talked about, integrate it into your story and recognize it as part of who you are and realize that that's not necessarily a bad thing. And then you figure out when you do that, you really figure out how to work with it and work Mm -hmm. within it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Mindset is so important as as we've been talking about, but I think there's another aspect in life in general, but particularly when you're running a business and for someone, me, it only happened seven years ago. I've been running my business for 40 years. So it was, it was a major shift for me. I'm guessing you started your business already, you know, so, so there's a difference there, but The other aspect of running a business with a chronic illness is doing things in a way that you didn't or you might not have had you not had this illness. Oh, yes. And for me, one of one of the issues is, and I'm looking at it right now, is I have no short-term memory. Sure. I can't remember my name some days and in all serious, you know, people laugh and go, ha 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 ha. But yeah, in all seriousness, I will be talking and you'll hear me on the podcast. I'm talking and I just stop because I can't, where was I? You know, I can't remember what it was I was saying or, or I can't pull the word out that I am trying to say. So one of my tools that I've just recently started using is a program called Evernote. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love Evernote. You know Evernote? Yeah. Yeah. And I have two monitors so that I can have a whole bunch of screens open at the same time. And I'm sitting here, I'm looking at you, I'm talking with you, and then I can Mm -hmm. glance over at my other monitor and there's all of my notes up there on Evernote. So I can go, um, reading out of the corner of my eye. Oh, okay. Well, I'm talking to Jess and she, you know. (laughs) 
a friend of mine who introduced me to Evernote in the first place is Sandy Rodriguez. And she's an Evernote certified expert and she teaches Evernote. And I took a class of hers a, a few months ago and I'm going, how did I ever live without this? But she calls it her brain because she also yeah. has a chronic illness. And I've got everything. I've got like 500 different notebooks on there. All of my clients are in there. You know, everything's there. And I don't have to worry. I don't have to worry. Where's the mm -hmm. link to get into my Zoom? Where's the link sure. to have people sign up for this program? It's all right there. Yes. What are some of the tools that you use that help you? So I do use Evernote. That's actually one of the tools that I use. I'd say like, I think the biggest tool that I use is just kind of, I mentioned it earlier, but just work with yourself and what you can and can't do. What can I do today? For me, a lot of that comes down to things like to-do lists and calendars. And this is what I have to do today and feeling tired today. My fatigue is kicking in. So we're going to get X, Y, and Z done, but we're not going to get A, B, and C done. A lot of prioritized lists you know, what absolutely has to get done, what can wait. Yeah, I, I think that's important. And, and I know that my to-do list, it never ends. Yes. But if, yeah. if I pick, if I go through that list and look at it first thing in the morning, every morning, and I go, what are three things that have to be done today? Yes. Or is there anything on this list that absolutely has to get done? And I will, and I kind of jokingly say this, but what is the worst thing that's going to happen if something doesn't get done? I'm not going to die. Exactly. I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it how we all seem to think alike, you know, but, mm -hmm. but I think you learn that as you go forward when you have have an issue you know it's yeah. just I, I used to think before I, I was in the accident I used to think oh my god I've got 50 million things and they have to be done today and you know I can't go to bed tonight unless I get them all done and then I'm going yes. well wait a minute is there anything really and truly on this list that if I don't do it today, I'm not going to wake up tomorrow morning? Exactly. You know? and, and that may be take my medicine. Yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I think puts an interesting perspective on it. it, puts a different perspective on running a business that you otherwise don't have, right? Before, like you mentioned, you would have freaked out if you didn't get all 50 things done. But when you have a condition or something that potentially holds you back in some ways or makes you feel like you're held back in some ways, it puts a different perspective on what actually has to get done. How important are these things that I'm really making this big of a deal? Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, another tip that I tell people is that if you, and I, it goes against the grain with a lot of time management people, but I write everything down. I do too. So, number one, I can remember it. <laughs> and there's something really a sense of satisfaction. And I've got a red pen. And when I've accomplished something, or if it's in Evernote, in one of my to-do lists in Evernote, mm -hmm. I've got a red marker and, you know, in the Evernote software. And I can cross that out. Yes. And I'm going, that's one less thing. I have to worry about. I've accomplished something. And I think the sense of accomplishment yeah. becomes really an important part of our daily yes. 
And I think part of that too, is recognizing, you know, maybe what made you feel accomplished before is going to have to change because maybe you can't quite accomplish as much because you're dealing with a fatigue or an illness or something. And you need to start showing yourself some grace. Think that that's something, especially as women, we tend not to do enough of. We tend to be really hard on ourselves and think, oh, if I don't get these hundred things done today, the world's going to explode. You know, and once you start to be in that situation, you need to learn that that's not the case and you need to be proud of yourself for accomplishing the five things that you did accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that's let's celebrate. Another thing that I, I used to belong to a lot of these chronic illness groups and I've gotten out of almost all of them because I would jump in and I'd say, you know, I feel really a lot better today because I actually got up got dressed and Mm -hmm. did something. And then they go, well, good for you. I haven't been able to do that. And I'm going, it's not the point. It's what can you do? For me, I was able to get up and get dressed. Do something that makes you feel like you've accomplished something. It's really amazing. And I know another thing for me is that I luckily and, and scariest thing in the world, but I've done it for years is I've had an assistant who's my back office and does all of that for me. So I don't have to worry about it. So I know that if I don't feel good for a day or a week or mm-hmm. two months, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can still know that my business is going because I've created automations, you know, yes. things go automatically. I've got someone else back there supporting me who knows what I'm going through because she herself has a chronic illness. Sure. And, yep. uh, and, and all of these are all the processes and the strategies that I've been able to put into place. And thank goodness, I've there have been times when I'm going, I will pay her rather than take a salary myself because she's such an important part yeah. of my business. But for the most part, I couldn't have, I couldn't have run my business for the past seven years if it hadn't been for the tools and for my assistance. So those are, those are kind of tips and strategies. And yeah. And I would say too, you know, there's something to be said for delegating. I think that's another thing that as women, we struggle with, right? We think we need to take care of everything. And especially if you're adjusting to having a new chronic condition and you're, you're used to taking care of everything. There's something to be said for recognizing when you need help and asking for help, hiring an assistant putting a system into place, asking your family to help you with something, you know, depending on what your business is and what you need to have done. We don't do that as much as women as we need to. No. And, and it's interesting because when I switched my ideal client over to women, business owners with chronic illnesses, you know, you get, Oh, this is so important. It's such an important thing. It's wonderful. Do you have a chronic illness? Um, well, I don't (laughs) think of it as a chronic illness, but I said, well, if there was something that you could use some help on, what would be, Oh, nothing. I'm fine. (laughs) exactly yes yeah (laughs) they don't want to talk about it they just you know go away I, I I don't need your help until they're to the point where they're struggling so much that I've got to close the business because I can't do it and I don't want to ever see that happen for anybody agreed yeah 
And I think that's part, you know, that's part of why it's so important to ask for help earlier too, because like you said, when you have that assistant, the nice thing is if you ask for help before you really, really need it, you can train them, right? You can teach them how you want things done. You can't do that if you're falling asleep at your keyboard, you know? That's right. That's right. So, so if you had three action tools that you would be hopelessly lost without, what would they be? Number one would be positive affirmations. Just telling myself that I can do things, just telling you can do this. You're stronger than you think you're capable. I think mindset is everything. Like I always say, that's so, so important to me. The second one would probably be my to-do lists. And I keep those in an Evernote. So very similar to the Evernote thing. I have a to-do list for every single day. I'd be lost without it. Just every day, here's the list of things that need to get done and can get done. What can be pushed to tomorrow? Third thing, probably my calendar. I use my calendar a lot. I, I live by my Google calendar. My phone alerts me to everything. If I don't have it in my Google calendar, I'm probably forgetting that it's supposed to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll tell you another one. If you have a Google or an Alexa, you can, oh, yeah. pro- you can program your calendar into those. So I get reminders, yet I have an Alexa mm-hmm. in every, I, I have to say her name quietly. Yes. <laughs> She'll go, yes. <laughs> we're cha- we just learned that we can change her name and we're changing it to Zach. So I, can I love it. I can say Alexa and she will pop up. But, you know, uh, uh, she will remind me, you have 15 minutes before your next podcast interview. Yes. <laughs> Take your medicine. <laughs> you know? Yes. So helpful. Yeah. So I, you know, so that, and one of the exciting things that I just found, I've been using the free Evernote and Sandy kept saying to me, you gotta buy it. You gotta buy it. It's not all that much money and you get so much more for it. So I went ahead and I bought it yesterday. And the most exciting thing to me is that my Google calendar actually connects to Evernote. (laughs) Right? I love when things sync up like that. Oh, thank God. One less thing I have to worry about now. Now it's just all connected. (laughs) Yep, I love it. I love it. I just think it's so exciting. Believe it or not, we are at the end of our time. So I have two questions that still need to be answered. If someone wants to work with you or find out more about you, how do they do that? For that, they can just go to my website. It's just jessmcknight.com, J-E-S-S-M-C-K-N-I-G-H-T.com. Okay. And the second is, what have we not talked about that you need to share? (laughs) Ooh, that's a good one. I think we touched on really everything. I guess for me, the biggest thing is just, I'm just going to go back to it. It's just that mindset telling yourself that you can do it, especially when you're struggling with a new chronic condition and you can feel it might feel like you can't, it might feel like, well, I used to be able to do all of these things and now I can't do them. And, oh, this is just so hard. Make sure that you're telling yourself positive things. Make sure that you're telling yourself you believe in yourself. Make sure that you show yourself that grace. You know, you might not be able to do everything exactly as you used to, but you'll get there. You can do it. Deep breaths. Keep moving forward. I I think I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) I'm old. And I have all of these things that pop into my mind from back when I was a kid. And one of them was the old 
picture of the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other, you know, and I see, I see the devil as being your illness and all of the negative aspects of, I hurt so bad today and all that. And, you know, the angel saying, it's okay. They're the positive affirmation. And I see them fighting, you know, (laughs) and I'm going, devil, go away. (laughs) Just get off my shoulder, you know? Yeah, so I think this has just been a wonderful conversation, and, and I love to hear like-minded people. <laughs> so thank you so much, Jessica. And to wrap things up, often after a podcast, people want to know more about some of the things that we do at Business Success Unlimited. And if you'd like to hop on a Zoom, my contact info is in the show notes, or you can email me at Nancy at businesssuccessunlimited.com. If you like what you've heard here and you'd like some help doing some more of the mindset type work, get in touch with Jessica. Hop on a Zoom with her and see what she can do for you. It would be, I can guarantee it's going to be very, very helpful and you're going to really enjoy meeting her. If you have any questions or anything like that, you can put them in the chat at the bottom of the podcast. And also let me know what other topics you would like to hear going forward. Share this and all of the others. We've we've had, recently we've had over 5,000 downloads. And so we are celebrating, we're, we're excited and looking forward to the next 5,000. So give me some shout outs as to what kinds of things you'd like to hear and please share it with somebody else. Until next time, everybody, get out there, be productive and soar higher. Take care and we'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.